starting Be'ezus Hashem, Ksubis Tav Mem Ches. We are six lines down at Tani Rav Yosef, so really just one Memra really belonged to the previous Sugya where we had, uh, we brought down a Brisa discussing Sheira Ksusa Vainasa, so discussing, right, according to the first Tana, Sheira Mazan is Sheira, and Aina is Bia, according to the According to the second Tana, uh, She'era refers to, refers to Tashmish. And the third Shita holds all the things refer to clothing. And we learn out Mazan from a Kalva Chaimer. That was the way we learned it. But so just one Memra, Tani Rav Yosef, She'era Zukiruv Basar. Okay, that She'era means, refers to, and this is obviously going according to the Manda Amar that holds, the first, the first Tana that holds that She'era refers to um, I'm sorry, the second mandamar that holds that she'era refers to tashmish. Um, so <clears throat> it means she'era is a lashon of kiruv basar, shelo yinagba minag parsim, that we shouldn't practice tashmish like the minag parsim, shemishamshim itaseim belevushehim, that they wear their, their, they wear their clothing when they're mishamish. Mitem esayeli rav huna, dama rav huna, that if a man says, ha'emer, i'efshi ela ani bebigdi vihibi bigda, the only way, I'm interested in Tashmish is if I'm wearing my clothing and my wife is wearing her clothing, that he has to be mighty her, has to give her a get and give her a ksuba. Now, however, um, the Magan Avram does paskin that if both of them agree to it, then it's a midas chasidus, actually. So, um, not to perhaps disparage anybody that doesn't necessarily practice this, it's only if this is coming from him. All right, now, Viter in the Mishnah. So it said, Rabbi Yehuda Aymer, Afilo Ani Yisrael. So we're discussing the rights and requirements that a father, first the rights that a father has. That's, that's what, that was the progression of our Mishnah. Then we discussed what does the Baal get and in exchange for what does he have to provide. And then the, we ended, Rabbi Yehuda Aymer, Afilo Ani Shabi Yisrael, Yifches Bishnechalim Mekainenes. That even an Ani Bi Yisrael, in regards to burial, so that the husband would have to provide to Khalilim, okay, flutes and Mekainenes, a whaler. Okay, the point is that is that she gets, she gets a proper send-off, she gets a proper uh, burial. So now, <coughs> all we, we didn't really mention the Tanakama Shita, so the Gemara is going to make a diak saying we call the Tanakama Savar Hani Loi, that that's only Rabbi Yehuda Shita, so the Tanakama would hold that he does not have to provide these things. So the Gemara wants to understand what's the case, Hechi Dami. So there's a general idea saying, and we'll see this in, in a moment in the Gemara, but I guess we'll just preface it. The general idea that when a man marries a woman, so whatever is considered customary and ordinary, for her, even if it's not for him, he has to maintain. Okay, let's say she comes from a higher, uh, higher uh, class level, so he's going to have to maintain her according to her standards. Or let's say it's considered an upgrade, Okay, let's say that he's on a higher class level, so he has to provide on his level. So she's going to get the higher of the two, either what she came from, what was ordinary and customary for her, or if it's an upgrade, okay, then what she's getting. So now, so if it's normal, meaning where she, if this is the normal way, my time to Tanakama. So why would the Tanakama hold that he doesn't have to provide these things? And if it's not, right, if, if this is not Lafi her 
normal, ordinary, and customary. So then, my time with Rabbi Yehuda. Why does Rabbi Yehuda say that you are providing it? Okay, so it should it shouldn't depend. It shouldn't be subject to machlekes tanaim. It should depend on whatever the whatever whatever was considered normal and ordinary. So the Gemara says leitzricha that what's the case? It's a very narrow band that our Mishnah is talking about. Leitzricha going to orche orche diday. Yeah, in his mishpacha where he comes from, based on his class level, this is the this is the way to do a proper send off with shnei chalilim and mikaynenes. So that's for him. But it wasn't her class level. So now, So yes, we understand that the man has to provide for his wife. Let's say she comes from a lower class and he is in a higher class. He has to provide according to his class. So he has to up, she gets an upgrade. Now, when is that? That's only while she's alive. However, but Achar Misa, he's not going to have to provide that same level after she is dead. And therefore, this is talking about for the burial. So he's not going to have to provide these things because where she came from and what, what was ordinary and normal for her, they, they wouldn't provide this. Rabbi Yehuda Savar, even Achar Misa, you would have to provide it. Okay, meaning that once, once he has to provide according to his class level, so then that's going to be even Achar Misa. Amar Rav Chista, Amar Mar Rukva, Halacha Kareb Yehuda. Halacha is Akareb Yehuda, and we're going to see another member like this, um, that Allah is going to be Kareb Yehuda in a moment here. So, but, however, now that we introduced Amar Rav Chista, Amar Mar Rukva, to tell us that Allah is Akareb Yehuda, that even, that once, when he has to, uh, when she gets upgraded to his class level and to the things that are normal and ordinary for him, that's even Laachar Misa, our Mishnah for things to her burial. So now we're going to have some other members and requirements that Rav Chisam Amar Ukva says. Um, Rav Chisam Amar Ukva. Is he saying this is a derisor or this is just the Rabbanan that whatever the local customs? This is the Rabbanan local customs and it's just a question. I mean, the idea of Eila Imai, again, how far are we going to take that? Would you take it even Laachar Misa? Rav Chisam Amar Ukva. Misha Nishtate. So let's say somebody goes, a man goes crazy. He's no longer a bardas. So then the question is, he has mouths to feed. So what do we do? Bezin yordelin achasav. Vizonin umefarsin as ishtai. So Bezin will, will seize his assets. And out of that, right, we'll put it in trust. And we will, we will give mezaynas and, and be mefarsin as ishtai, his wife, uvanav menaysav and his children, vidavar acher, and something else. Now we'll have to see what this something else is. So Bezin will go to his go to his possessions, put it in trust, and say the money needs to go to his wife, his children, and another thing. Mystery thing. We'll discuss it in a moment. Okay, but before we figure out what Davar Acher is, let's compare and contrast this halacha. So this is where the husband um, became crazy, meaning he's no longer a bardas. Why should this be any different than the following Bryce? It says, Somebody, a man, goes overseas. The Ishtai on a business trip. The Ishtai Tevas Mizainais, and now his wife wants Mizainais. He did not make the necessary preparations for his trip to ensure that his wife, children, and Dabaracha are taken care of. So, Ishtai Tevas Mizainais. Bezin Yordelin Achasa, Vizanim and Farsinis Ishtai. So we're asking that Bezdin will only give Parnassah to his wife, Avaloi Banam of Naisav, but will not provide Parnassah to his children, Avaloi Dabaracha, and not Dabaracha. Okay, so again, that's the kasha. You're saying that if, if the man loses his mind, <coughs> that we're going to be mafarnes 
his wife, his children, and Dabarachar, which we haven't discussed yet what Dabarachar is, I, we see when a man goes on a business trip in Dinas Hayam, and Bezdin, she comes to Bezdin saying, I got nothing, that they're only going to provide for her. Well, why for her? Because that is a Tanai Ksuba. Okay, that's a din. That you can't, that's immutable. That's not sub- subject to what he wants. He has to do that. So that we're going to give. However, Mizayin is Banav of Naisav, like we saw before, is not a chiv, and at least the way, according to the Rishonim, learn it, and actually the Raman Paskins in this halacha here, it's only after the age of six. But up to the age of six, we do Paskin that they have to feed his children. Okay, but the point is, in whatever category we talk about his children, it's only his wife, which is a Tanai Ksuba, it's a chiv, it's not subject to what he wants or what he would want. Okay, that's what we're going to feed. So Amr Lay, so it seems to be a kasha. So Amr Lay, so what what. <clears throat> what did um, Ravina, Ravashi respond to Ravina? How are you asking these questions? You can't compare these two cases. Okay, so you're, you're, you're trying to ask Akasha? No, there's a big difference, a fundamental difference over here. When the guy went overseas, he went on a business trip, he knew what he was doing. The fact that he didn't make necessary preparations meant that he wasn't interested in providing for his family. Now, for his wife, like we said, it's a Tanai Ksuba, he doesn't have a choice. So Bezim will give to his wife. But for his children, where there is no Chiv and Davarachar, where there's no Chiv, so then of course we're not going to go and give. He purposely abandoned them. That's what he was doing. It was a conscious decision. Okay? However, when a guy, when a guy goes crazy, he's no longer a Bardas, well, he didn't expect to do that. It wasn't planned. So therefore, we will, Bezdin will go down to this discussion. Is it Umdana exactly? What, what is his das? Okay, what's the level of how we're giving it? But the point is, we're going to figure out what, did the guy, what would have the guy wanted on some level, and that's what he would have wanted. Didn't you say yesterday that you, you do have to support your daughter? Because we said, oh, until she gets married, you have to, you have to support her, and therefore you get your mind today. No, 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 no. We said yesterday that specifically you don't have to, and therefore she should give the mitziah because it'll create Ava. And then he'll stop doing it. He's doing it out of the goodness of his heart. But you don't have to. Again, like I said, the Rishonim discusses, the Rambam brings down clearly that up to age six it is a chiv. We're going to see a bunch of, there's takanas and uja. So there's definitely some sort of chiv surrounding it, okay? However, me'ikra din, the point is, is that Bezdin can't force something that's not within their purview, that's not up, left up to Bezdin. That if, if it's something that he would, even if it's normal and ordinary, if he, if he would do, so again, if he went to Medina Sayyam, so then he abandoned them. So then Bezdin's not going to give food to his children. But if he went crazy, regular, normal guy who's not trying to abandon his children will want it. And therefore, because he went crazy, um, he's no longer a bardas. So we're going to give not only to his wife, that's a Tanakh Suba, right? And that's going to be true even if he goes to Medina Sayyam. It doesn't matter what you wanted. That's not something you, we, we're going to care what the Baal wants. However, when it talks about Banu Benesav and Davar Acher, those two things, those two categories, there is a difference between whether the guy went crazy or when they went to Medina Sayyam. They, they said could force it if they wanted to. They, they could. Have pervasive they could just say, uh, yeah, but, a burden on society. We're not going to let just dump his kids here for us to support. Well, I mean, children, so again, children could work and support themselves. Child, this is before child labor laws. Right, so might see it down. So I mean, that's at least that's the thought process. <clears throat> um, so now, what what's left to decide here? What's left to define here is my davar acher. What's davar acher? So we said again, davar acher. When it came to a man who went crazy, Bezdin will go down and give davar acher. But okay, uh, if the guy abandoned abandoned his right, he went overseas, then he's not going to give davar acher. What's my davar acher? 
So Amar Chista Amar is a tachshit. That's referring to tachshitin for his wife. And Rashi says specifically, it sounds like Julie. Rashi says b'samim shel avakas roichel shanashim miskashleis b'hem. Okay, it's some sort of form of uh, spice packets that the women in those days was a form of jewelry. Okay, so that is considered a basic, almost like a basic right. And therefore, again, we know that he would want his wife to have these things. Okay, he wouldn't want his wife to walk around without a spice packet. She'll be manovo. Okay, and therefore it's going to reflect bad on him. And therefore, um, we, we, along with a guy who went crazy, we would provide, obviously, mezenas for his wife. That's a tenai bezin, but mezenas for his children, but also a spice packet for his wife. Rav Yosef, no, it's tzedakah. That we're going to go and give tzedakah from his nechasov. Again, the guy went crazy, so he'd want to give tzedakah. Now, Mandamar, now Rashi changes the girsa here according to what he likes, and Rashi changes it. It depends on who, who we're going with, with the original din or Rav Chistam or Rav Okpa. So he says, uh, Rashi says that we're talking about, you have to change the girsa that we're going on Mar Okpa. Okay, meaning that we're talking about Misha and Ishtate, not on the Brisa. So Rav Yosef Amar, uh, it's stuck. So he said it like this. Manda um, Amar, you have to change this to tzedakah. The Manda Amar who says we're going to go down to his nechasev when he went crazy and we're going to give tzedakah kol shekein tachshet. Why? Because tachshet, so tzedakah is something, right, that it, it's a chiyah for him to give, but it's, it's not something maybe the guy isn't interested in giving tzedakah. Now, what is exactly is the chiyah of tzedakah? Again, as far as Meister is concerned, that's a separate situation. It's a separate Separate conversation, separate, separate discussion. But the point is that it sounds, what the Gemara is saying is that Tachshit, if we're going into his das to see what he would want, Tachshit is something he would want more. So the man number that says that we're going to go ahead and give tzedakah out of his nechasov, so for sure we'll give Tachshit out of his nechasov because he's going to want his wife to not uh, be minoval, to, to, to be nevelas, he's going to want his wife to um, have you know, what she needs from a jewelry perspective. Manda Amar Tachshit, then it's only tachshit avot tzedakah lo yavinan. Why do, uh, why, and why tachshit would, would, would we say, why is that different than tzedakah do nichale did t'inavel? Okay, that he doesn't want her to be t'inavel. So that is what davar acher is. Again, we see the difference in regards to mezanus of his children and davar acher based on whether he went crazy or based on whether he abandoned them, he went overseas and did not make the necessary um, um, preparations. Amar av chiyabar oven, amar av huna, mishalach ngdina sayam, umesa ishtai, Okay, um, let's say um, <clears throat> his wife died. So a guy went overseas, his wife died. Okay, now Bezdin will go to his nechasev and bury her because that's another tonight Ksuba, like we've gone in our Mishnah, what are things that a husband has to do for his wife? One of them is bury his wife. But what's the point here? It says, right? That's what we're coming to weigh in. Only not meaning let's say she was on a higher class level and they would have uh, more things at their funeral, at their levias then, so he wouldn't have to provide that. No, even So what is that coming to tell us? So that is like we paskin, like we said, the halacha said the in our mission. Rabbi Yehuda held that you have to provide. Right, what was the chiddush of our Mishnah? You have to provide things that even, even since she is oila ima, it's even la'achar misa, right? That he, she gets upgraded to what his status is if she came from a lower, a lower status, and it's going to be even la'achar misa, and that's the chiddush of the memra that Rav Chia Barav and Amar Rav Huna was coming to say, essentially, it was a way of saying that the lachas of Rav Yehuda, like Rav Chista Amar Okva said. Amar Rav Masna. Rav Masna says, Ha'emer, if a guy says... When he, right, he's a shchimera, he's dying. Ha'emer im mesa. 
So he instructs his heirs, if she dies, don't bury her out of my nechassim. Now he's going to be dead already, long dead. Right? So he's already gone. And what he's, he's telling his children, when she dies, don't bury her out of my nechassim, then I'm passing along to you. So Shaiman Lai, we're going we're gonna to listen to him. So the Gemara just has a problem with this. This memory doesn't make any sense. Meaning, so, so what if, when the husband dies, the woman gets her ksuba. The whole concept of the husband burying her is what? Is it tonight ksuba? Now, tonight ksuba is until she gets her ksuba. But once she gets her ksuba, she's paid out. She's done. And we're going to see this concept over and over over the next of the Kavim Dafim. Meaning, for instance, Mizaina said a man has to provide his wife. As soon as she gets paid out on the ksuba, then there's no more Mizaina's. It's only until, right? That's a Tanai Ksuba. So as soon as she comes to collect her Ksuba, she gets her money for the Ksuba and she doesn't get any more rights as a wife. And we have to discuss, can she force it? Okay, that's going to be in the coming, the Mishnah is going to discuss it. But specific to the, the fact that the husband has to bury her, so that is a Tanai Ksuba. Once the husband dies and the woman's still alive, well, she's going to get paid her Ksuba. So who would have to bury her? Her heirs. Whoever gets her ksuba, whoever yarshins her. Right? So there's really no chiddish that the husband's saying. Or of course, of course, his, again, when he dies, so his money's going to get split. Pays his wife for the ksuba, and the rest of the money goes to the yarshin. Of course the yarshin don't have to pay for her burial. The people who yarshin, her ksuba have to pay for her burial. But not him. He already paid her out. It's done. So the, that's what the Gemara is now Bavarni. Why is it specifically because the, the, the father or the husband said, don't bury her from my nechassim, my don't, don't bury her from this. That the, again, what was passed down was already passed down to his heirs. Even if he didn't say this, again, his nechassim go to his heirs. Where is she supposed to get buried from? From her ksuba. But of course, why, why is this of consequence? Why do we care that the husband said, is there like some sort of chiddush here? The husband said, don't bury her out of my stuff. Don't bury her out. Then, then we listen. Well, yeah, even if he didn't say anything, we wouldn't bury her out of his nechassim. It would come out of her ksuba later when she dies. So the Gemara says, Ella, so you have to change the memory. Allah ha'aymer im meis hu, loy tikbiru hu. A guy says, you know what? I'm instructing you, if I die, that's what the guy says, if I die, don't bury, don't bury me out of my estate. Okay? We're not going to listen to him, right? What's he trying to do? Obviously, he's trying to pass down as much money to his heirs as possible. Right? We see this with like uh, right, medic, uh, nursing homes, right? I mean, this is like, we, you, you give the give the Yerushim over to the next generation. You do it legally, and then the government has to pay for the for the, the care at the end, so it doesn't suck your assets dry. So again, we don't want this, right? Right? It's not proper that he should uh, make his children wealthy. Right? Essentially, if he's saying, "Don't use my own money," so he's trying to give as much money to his heirs as possible and let the tzibur pay for his burial, and that's not appropriate. Okay, and therefore, that's what this member is coming to say. Okay, now we're going to move on. So we've discussed the rights that a husband, a father has, and a husband has, and what they have to provide. But now the question is, okay, we know, and, and we discussed this really at the beginning of the Masefta, right? So we know that the process is Kedushin. It's, I mean, there's, there's right, Kedushin generates Arison, and then, and then 
Um, she doesn't, so she becomes his Kenyan, right? We've discussed, obviously, in regards to Truma and things like that. And we'll discuss that on this Amr. Um, you don't eat Truma, and she's not full, a full wife until there is Nisuin. Okay? And what is the definition of Nisuin? So there's four shitas brought down. And there's four shitas brought down. There, um, in the Shulchan Archer Ramah, brought, the shitas Rambam is, and we've discussed the shitas Rambam is that there has to be Yichud, with, together with a Kniso L'Rishos. Um, the other, uh, the Ran brings down that it's Kniso L'Rishos, there has to be Kainis to rishos, and then there's some other shitas that is the, that the cloth is Soder Al-Rosham, Bishas de Brachas, or we said Besula Behinuma, right? We said Besula Yetzah Behinuma, that was one, and Almana would be Yichud, okay. So th- there's different shitas. So the point is that there are certain things, and we refer to these things generally, what we refer to them is there's Achilles Truma, but there's also, as far as certain Isurim, there is Yersha Latamala Lahefer Nidareha. So those things, like for instance, Mefer Nidarim, and to be Metama to her as a wife, right? A Kaihain is not allowed to be Metama, is only, only to Asherah Karavela, but only to certain, to certain uh, six or seven Kravim is a, is a Kaihain allowed to be Metama to. So a wife is one of them, but only when the wife is Nisuin. So the Yarsha, when, is, when does the husband Yerish the wife? That is only after Nesuin, not even though, even though Erison was done. And when does the husband alone have the ability to make for Nadarim? That is Nesuin, right? During Erison, it's both the husband and the father together. So that is generally the things that happen once she is transferred from the father's Rishos to the husband's Rishos. So, Zak the Mishnah, Lo'elam Hebrew Rishos Ha'av. So she stays Bereshus Ha'av Atchetikones Lereshus Habal until and what does Rashi say? Tikones Lereshus Habal Lenesuin. What does that mean? Kolay Mersha Tikones Lechupal Lashem Nesuin. Okay, so we said there's a four-way machlekes. Really, what is chupa? A bunch of the shitas and rishonim. But whatever chupa is, that the, there has to be a transference. It seems like from the Rishus Ha'av into the Rishus Habal. Now, what happens if Masar Av Lashluche Habal? What happens if the father gives her to the shluche habal? So that is considered like the father transferred her. Again, it's going from the father to the shluche habal. They're coming to accept it. So that is considered a transference. She's transferring from the rishus of the father to the rishus of the baal. She's now rishus habal. However, if the husband, if the father did not release her to the shluche habal, but went with them. So she's going to get married. She's going to back. She's going to his town. Okay. So the father comes with the shluchei habal halachav im shluchei habal oisha holchu shluchei haav im shluchei habal harei brishas haav. Or if the shluchei haav, so either the father goes with the shluchei habal or the shluchei haav go with the shluchei habal. Well, that's not considered. That's not considered a transfer in of her to brishas habal in regards to these things. We have to discuss Okay, but once the Shulchei Ha'al give her to the Shulchei Ha'al, she will be Rishas Ha'al. So now, so let's, the Gemara is first just addressing the fact that it said What is the Lo'olam? So the Gemara says, my Remember the Mishnah Rishonim, very, very back at the beginning, way back at the beginning of Ksubas, the Tanan. This Mishnah is coming off okay, that. Meaning, what did we say over there? We said that, again, let's just, we're going to need to know some of these dinim now to understand this next suya. So one of the things is we know really that a, 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 
the wife or Bishas Erisin, as soon as there's Kedushin, she becomes Kenyan Kaspai and she should be able to eat Truma. However, there's a Gemara later on that's going to discuss, and we had this all throughout Yibamas as well, that there is a Gemara later on that's going to discuss there's two reasons, Machlekes Amarayim, why she doesn't eat Truma, even though she's Kenyan Kaspai Erisin. And that is number one, either. Maybe we're concerned about Simpon, that, that he'll find the mum, and then he'll, he'll back out of it, essentially. He'll say that it was a Mekach Tais, and it turns out that she was never right to eat Truma. That's one Mandamar. The other Mandamar is Shema Yim Zugula that she's still living at home. Practically speaking, she's living in her father's house. Her father, again, if we're talking about a Bas Yisrael getting married to a Kayen, so she's in her father's house, her father's Yisrael, and we're afraid that she might give to Achia Avia. If he gives her truma to eat while she's still in her parents' house, we're concerned that she might give it to her brothers and her, and her, and her father to eat. Okay, so again, but what did we say? We said, Right, that's what we said, that, that this, that the Chachamim said, don't eat truma, that he doesn't have to give her truma, that's only for the, a year. But if you got to the point in which you passed the year, and remember the Gemara discussed on Amad base, Einsen, does Einus count? Do we extend that time period or not? When it's a that we extend that time period. But the point is, whatever that time is up, where they're supposed to get married, she's going to get Truma. This Mishnah holds, and now we're coming to argue on that. Lo'olam, that's what the Mishnah is saying. Lo'olam, she does not get Truma until she gets physically transferred to the Rishos of the Baal. And we're coming to argue on that Mishnah, saying that as soon as the time is up, the year is up, what was where, where they should have already uh, had the nesuin? She's not going to eat truma. That's what we're going to say. Now, Okay, so if he gives the if the av gives her to the shluchei habal, she's going to be rishus habal. Now, just I just want to pause. Um, there is a question here. So let's if we look at the Rambam clearly says that the Rambam clearly says that. Yavi arusasai, what's considered chuppa? Yavi arusasai lebeisai, v'yisyachin ima v'yafreshen oloi. So the Ramam clearly holds that you need a yichud. You need a yichud. Here it seems to be saying, what do we say? Lo'olam hibur shusa'av, it's karnas l'rishos habal. That all we need is a knisa l'rishos habal. So what about the yichud? Where's the yichud over here? That's a different thing. Meaning, you can discuss some, what are the, some of the other things are, but it's clear that there's a concept of hachnasol l'rishos and yichud. Okay, and those are two different things. The Ramam clearly holds you need yichud. Now, does he also need hachnasol l'rishos? Fine, but you need yichud. So where's your yichud over here? It says la'elam until there's hachnasol l'rishos. So what's going on? So there's a... Some of the Achreinim discussed, uh, Granat brings this down, that there's really two dinim, just fundamentally to understand chuppah, there's two dinim in chuppah. There's two things happening at the same time in chuppah. There's the things we talked about, which is, she eats truma, right? Those are all things that are begeder the kinyan shebai. Meaning that we hold back certain aspects of the kinyan of ishus, certain rights or responsibilities or whatever it is, we hold that back until there's Nesuin. So at the time of Chuppah, maybe Yichud, Achnasol Rishos, whatever it is, right? At the time of Chuppah, however you define it, we'll get back to the definitions in a second. So that seals the deal for those things. But there's also something else that happens at the time of 
Chopa. And that is, at the time of Nisuin, and that is a heter bia. Right? They're usher, even though it's his wife. So they split into two things, that there's two components of what Chopa accomplishes. Chopa accomplishes the finishing off of the Kenyan, but it's also the heter bia, that they can live together as man and wife. While, they're, while, she, while she's in Arusa, it's going to be usher. So he explains that Hachnasol Rishos takes care, when the Rabbim says Yunigichud, that's for the heter bia. Hachnasol Rishos takes care of the Kenyan aspects of what is being accomplished on the suin. And the heter ishus is what is required for, would require yichud in order to have the heter ishus. And therefore, what we're addressing now, and our sugya really addresses here, we're not addressing heter bia at all, and you'll see this, it'll, it'll come together as a click together as we go through the sugya right now. We're going to discuss all of those Kenyan sort of things, with the Kenyan things that were held back, right? So let's. Let's proceed. Just Amar Rav, Misirasa Lakol. So we said, Masrav Lashulchebal, Hey Rishus Habal. She's going to be Rishus Habal. Amar Rav, Misirasa Lakol, Chutzmi Truma. That when we said that we're transferring over, it's everything except for Truma. Now, why does Rav say that? In other words, if the Kenyan's complete, either it is complete or it's not complete. And he says, Well, I'll tell you why. Because Rav holds, and Rashi, this is the way Rashi explains, Rav holds that what's the chashash, what's the reason why a woman while she's in Arusa does not eat truma? It's because of simpoin. So until they actually live together and he discovers that there's no mumim, that's, that's the point at which it'll no longer be a possibility of being Iker the Kedushin, of going back on it. He can't tie in a Mekach Tais anymore. So until that point, she can't eat truma because we still have that chashash. However, Ravasi Yamar Afla Truma. Ravasi says, no, even for Truma, because he holds what is the, the way Rashi explains, what is the reason why an Arusa, an Arusa doesn't eat Truma? Because Shema Yimzagulai Kaisbe Well, what happened over here? The father transferred her out of his Rishos to the Baal's Rishos. So once he's out, once she's transferred to the Baal's Rishos, so there's no longer a chashash, she's no longer living at home, there's no longer a chashash that she's going to give Truma to her father or her brothers. Now, Eisvei, let's ask the following question, because we have a machlikis amaraim over here. When we said that lo'elam hebrew rishos ha'av, until she goes to Rishos HaBaal, is that inclusive of once she goes to Rishos HaBaal that, that she can eat Truma? It says, what do you mean? Our Mishnah says clearly. Don't ask me kashas from brises that, <laughs> that can't go either way. Okay, so how could you tell me how could you tell me that it's af litruma? How could you tell me that it's af, right? What was the kash? How could you tell me af litruma? So what do you mean? We could say that this is, that this is considered a, when we send Missy Russell a call, this is considered already chopa. And we can define this as chopa. So you want to know until chopa, what we're talking about here is chopa. For Shmuel Amar, Yerushasa. Okay, Shmuel holds that when we say it's only to yarshin her, not for the other things. Reish Lakish says that what are we talking about? Luxubasa. So the Gemara says, well, one second, Shmuel just said Yerushasa. So what does Yerushasa sound like? 
Yerushasa sounds like Ksuba. So really, Rashi explains, and we've had this before, what is Yerushasa? Shmuel Amr Yerushasa, that means Nedunya, that he is going to Yarshin the Nedunya that's written in the Ksuba. Now, Rish Lakish Amr Ksubasa, Ksubasa Mahi, the Imei Sa, if she dies, Yaresla, that he will Yarshin her Nedunya, Hainu Dushmol. So if so, it sounds like Rish Lakish is the same as Shmuel. So Amr Ravina, no. That Ravina, we're going to modify what Rish Lakish is saying, Loimar Ksubasa me Achermana. When Rish Lakish said Ksubasa, so the question is, what does that mean? That means that she's already considered a Be'ula. She's already considered a Almana at that point. She's only going to get a Ksuba of Almana, meaning once the, once the Masara Av, so the question here is, how far does it go? Shmuel says it's only, Shmuel says it's only that as soon as Masara Av, then if she dies, he's going to get the Nadunya. <coughs> Reish Lakish says that it's another gather that once Masar Av L'Shulchei Abal, if, and, and then, and let's say the husband dies, when she goes to get married again, she's only going to get a Kesub of Amana and not Masai. Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Chanina, Dami Tavayu, Misirasa L'Kol, Af L'Truma. So they're going to hold that it's a Misira L'Kol, Yersha L'Tam, and even Truma. Okay? So again, we had... The original Rav said, Missy Russell Akol Chutzmi Truma. That's, that's Yarsha, Metamela, Lafer Nidareha, except for Truma. Rav Asi said, even for Truma. And now we have two other by the Amram that are seem to be saying like Rav Asi. Shmuel said, it's only one thing. So what's really it? There's really four things, or maybe five that we can, there's really four things we can be discussing here. Really, there's a fifth component that Rav Shagosh is talking about, but that's not really rights or things that, that, that is part of the Kenyan between Ishla Ishtai. Right, there's the standard, which is normally at Nesuin, you'd have Metamala, um, Yershala, Metamala, and Hafer Nedareha, and she would be able to eat Truma. So there's a Machlekes Samaraim, meaning the first two, everybody except for Shmuel holds, everybody except for Shmuel holds that it's considered once the Av gives her or transfers her to the Rishus of the Baal, that she, you would have the Yersha, Metamala, Hafer Nedareha. It's only a question of Truma. Shmuel argues on them and says that the only thing that this is good for, Masar Abba the only thing it's good for is for one thing. You, that, he, that whole Yarshin her, meaning that even, the, those, even though that the, the, the Nesuit is not complete, he will get the Nadunya written, the Nadunya that was committed to him. And this is really similar to what we saw in some of the previous sugyas that the Nadunya had to do with more of the shidduch component of it, right? That's what it was given for. Meisvei, now we're going to ask a kasha. Let's say the father goes with the shluchei habal. So it sounds a little like our Mishnah, but this is a teisefta. Let's say the father goes with the shluchei habal. Either way, the father did not release his daughter to the baal. Let's say she, along the way, they're going to the husband's house, and she has a chatzar along the way. She goes in with him, lalin, okay, to sleep. The point is that we're concerned that there's going to be a bia, but it's not, it's dafka lalin, and the Gemara is going to point this out, not l'shem nesuin. That wasn't why they went in there. Afal pishek subasa bebeis bala, even though her ksuba is bebeis bala, Mesa, and there, in other words, even though it sounds like the husband would get the ksuba, Mesa avia yarsha. Afal pishek subasa the base bala. 
even though her ksuba is bebeis bala, sorry, so mesa of yarsha, the husband, even though the ksuba was already committed, meaning this is during Averson, there was a concept of ksuba, then the dunya was already committed, still, who's going to be yarshin her? Her father, avia yarsha. But, masra'av, okay, so again, there what we're saying is there's nothing, right? There was no masira at all. The, the, the father or the father shulchem went with the Baal or the shulchem of the Baal, so there was no handover. However, masra'av l'shulchei abal, let's say the father hands her over to shulchei abal, or masra'av l'shulchei abal, l'shulchei abal, l'shulchei abal, or let's say he has a chatzar b'derech, v'nichnasa imay l'shum nisuin, and they go in there l'shum nisuin, so all these things were basically saying there is considered a transferring from his rishos to, from the father's rishos to the Baal's rishos, afal pishek subas v'beisabiyah, even though the Ksubas of Beisabi, I mean, the Dunya Mesa Bala Yarsha. Now, so what do we see here? That again, when nothing was handed over, those are the first, that was the ratio, the first three cases. So then the father is going to Yarshan her. When there is a Mesira to the Baal, the father will Yarshan her. The Medvar, this is only Lirushasa. That's only the Indian Yerushan. Ava litruma, enisha echelos betruma, anchetikanas lachopa. In regards to truma, she's not going to eat until she actually is tikanas lachopa, goes through chopa, and therefore, tiyufta de kulu tiyufta. We're going to ask a kasha on all those amaraim. When we say kulu, we don't really mean kulu, Rashi says, that Shmuel, of course, will stand. Shmuel said that the only thing a Mesira from the father to the Baal would give is the ability that, he, that the, the husband would yarshin her. That's true. In the Seifa, we have cases where they did hand it over and the Baal will yarshin her and therefore it's a kasha on everybody other than Shmuel. Okay, Hagoof. So now, there's just one... Ah, very good. Very good, right? It sounds like nichnasa uh, lechupa, right? Nichnasa imai. So, so why isn't that considered chupa? Very good. Um, so, the the one of the there's a couple different ways to explain it. Either one way to explain it, the achrayim had a struggle with that, right? If it's nichnasa lenesu, and that should be considered chupa, kisol reshusai should be considered chupa, at least according to that. So, um, either they say that it's not referring; it's only referring to the first two cases, not to the third case. That in a chanami there you would, um, but actually the gra says that that when we say knisa l'rishusai teaches us something about the knisa. Knisa l'rishusai doesn't mean at one of his properties. It means his ikar bias. That in order to actually get nisuin, he has to bring her into his home, not because he owns a property along the way. Even though they want to be a bia l'shem nisuin, that's not good enough. You need knisa l'rishusai, meaning where they're going to make a home. And that's considered, that's the bar that we need for it to be a full Nesuin. And that's, that's the answer they give. Okay, so now just one, one, uh, one final thing we just have to work out in the Brisa. It's very interesting, right? We said the first, this Tesefta, I should say, actually, right? There, was, there were three cases where the father essentially didn't hand, hand her over to the Baal. And there were three cases where the father did hand her over to the Baal. Now, if we look at the third case in both of them, Nechnesa Imai, Right, nichnasa. What did it say in the first in the first case where we said it wasn't considered nichnasa imay lalin? Then we said it's not considered transfer, even though she went with the baal. They were along the way. She went with the baal lalin to sleep in a in a chutzer, and then we said that that's not considered 
handing the father handing her over to the to the husband. And in the second case where we said then we said it is considered handing over, but just for Yerusha purposes, that was coming to bring a raya like Shmuel. So the Gemara says, Why, why did the Rasha say, Let's just look at the Stam. They went in together. The only reason why it's not considered that she's Berusha Sabal is because they specifically went in Lolan and not Lenesuin. It sounds like the Stam, if they just went in there and it wasn't Lolan, then we would say it's Lashem Nesuin. It's Daf because they went Lolan. That's why we'll say she's not considered Berusha Sabal. Let's look at the Seifa. We have conflicting Diyukim. Only if she went in for Nesuin is she considered Berusha Sabal. But if she went in Stam, it would have been Lalin. So I don't understand. The diuk from both of these cases, why in the Reisha, in other words, either way, if they go in together, whatever the Stam is should be universal. Whatever it is. So if it's Stam Lalin, then I understand. So it, it, it didn't have to say Lalin. It should have just said, From the fact that the Reisha's case, where we're saying she's not in the Rishus Habal, is when they went in Dafka Lalin. And in the safest case, where we said that she is Rosh Hashabal, if they went in Dafka for the Nesuin, we have conflicting diyukim over here. So Ravashi, Stami, Stami, Katani, that there's different types of Nechnesa L'chatzer. Stam Chatzer, Dida, depends whose Chatzer they went into. Stam Chatzer, Dida, Lalin. Her intention when they're going to stay over is Lalin. Right? They're just gonna, they're just gonna sleep. They're just they're getting a night's rest. It's a, it's a hotel as far as they're concerned. Stam chatzer diday linisuin. Right? So what is the chazaka of the stam chatzer? So therefore, the Reisha is talking about stam chatzer, um, stam chatzer diday. So stam chatzer diday would be nisuin. So if they went in there, we would say, and they didn't say anything, that it would be considered, if they went into his chatzer, it would be considered like she's in his rishos, and it's only because they specifically stipulated that we're going lulin, that's why she's not in his rishos. Versus in the seifa, stam chatzer dida, right, the seifa is stam chatzer dida, stam chatzer dida is lulin, and therefore if they didn't say anything, then we would say she's not considered in the father's rishos, in the seifa where she is in the father's rishos, it's because they, where they went into her chatzer, and she specifically, and they specifically said, it's lunasuin. No, it does. It has. So, what do we care what they're thinking that that is what they do once they get there? As far as. Well, we're not talking about what they do. The only one, we're talking about is it considered a Kinesil or Rishos, at least laying in these things? That's what we're discussing. Okay, so we started off with a memora of Rav Yosef. Yosef said that She'era, coming off the Bryce of yesterday, She'era is that they ha- he has to be Meshamash with the Kir of Basar. <coughs> Rabbi Yehuda said that even Ani Mekanenes, we said we don't understand. If, if, that's what she, if that's what's regular for her, then he has to do it. And if that's what's regular for him, okay, so, so if, if it's not regular for her, then, then, what's the, then what's the Chiddush? What would the Tanakama? Why is Rabbi Yehuda arguing on the Tanakama here? So we explained that where are they arguing? They're arguing if in a situation where he was on a higher status level, right? And therefore, she got upgraded to where he was. Bechayah, the Rabbi Yehuda says it carries over. The Tanakhama holds it only while she's alive. Rabbi Yehuda says it carries over even after she's dead. And we said, We also discussed the din of Mishnah that if he goes out of his mind, that Bezdin will provide for his wife, for his children, and Davar which we said at the end of the Gemara was either Takshitin 
or tzedakah. We said if it's if it's if it's tzedakah, then for sure tachshitin is more of a reason why we would go into his mind and say, well, what would he have wanted? Okay. However, we contrasted that with the case of where the guy went overseas on a business trip, made no arrangements for his family or for davar acher. Um, we said that only. Only his wife would get Mazinus, that's a Tanakh Suba, but his children, Dabar Acher, we would not because he purposely abandoned them. We can differentiate between the two cases. Okay, then we said, Rav Masna said, we said, Ha'emer im Mase, oh, um, <clears throat> oh, and, and there was one other member that we had, which is Misha Alchamdina Sayama Mase Ishtai Kervina Sachlafich Vaidai, that we said, it was like Rabbi Yehuda. Rav Masna said, if I die, don't bet. A guy said, when I'm dying, don't bury my wife out of my nechassim. And we said, what's the chiddush? Even if he, even if he doesn't say we listened to him. Well, even if he didn't say that, she gets buried out of her ksuva, not out of his nechassim. Anyways, so we said, what was the chiddush? Chiddush is if he says, if I die, don't bury me out of my nechassim. We don't listen. He's trying to make his children wealthy and um, put himself on the seabar. And then we had the Mishnah of that she, we said, until there is an esuan, right? The Mesira to the Rishus of the Baal. We said, what is the Lo'elam coming to tell us? That we're arguing on, the Indian Truma, we're arguing on the Mishnah Rishayna that we discussed, that that she's going to eat Truma. This Mishnah argues on that. Okay, and then we said that, again, we said that there, there is, once there is a transferring from the Rishus Ha'av to the Rishus Ha'bal, they're transferred. Now, for what are they transferred? Rav said for everything except for Truma. Ravasi said even for Truma, right? We said that, what was it? Those Asfarish Machlekes is it depends on what the reason why you hold she doesn't eat Truma when she is in Arusa. Is it because of Simpin or because Shemi Yimzagu Lekais Bevesa Biha? And we also brought Ravasi, who said, you did eat Shumar Rechen and Rechenina said like them. Shmuel said that the only thing the Mesira accomplishes, Mesira from the, ba, from the Av to the Baal accomplishes, is that he will Yarshin the Nadunya in the Ksuba. That's the only thing it accomplishes. Rish Lakish said that she's considered an Almana, and we said that that is r- regards to if when she gets remarried, Ksuba will be Mana. Okay, but the point is, we really have a fundamental machlekes between Shmuel. This and our Mishnah said that when the father gives it over, it sounded like she's, it's given over to the Rishus Habal. And Shmuel limited it to a very narrow band. Normally, we think about Yusha, Tamala, Lahafer, Nadareha, Truma, right? Those were the things that would be completed, okay? And again, we're, we're talking, the way the Achrenim explained it, we're talking about the Kenyan stuff. We're not talking about the Heter Ishas right now. That's, we're not discussing that, whether they're allowed to live together or not. But the point is that... Um, Shmuel argues that the fundamental machlekes, and we asked a, a, a tiyufta on all the Amoraim except for Shmuel because we brought a tesefta that clearly seemed to say that even in the seifa where it is considered the ratio brought two cases, not giving over and giving over. We're, even in the seifa where we had the three cases where the father gave over to the uh, the father gave over to the Baal that the only thing that it accomplished said the Tesefta was Yerushasa that the father is Yarshin Zenadunya and that sounds like Shmuel and that's Akasha and all the other Marayim and then we just have to work out one other thing in this price which is the why in the Reisha the Dafka had to stipulate Nichnes uh, Imai Lalan and in the Seifo is Nichnes uh, Imai uh, that's where we say it's, give, it's given over. What about the stama? It's conflicting to Yukim. And we said that the Reisha is talking about that it's stam chatzar day that they went into his chatzar and therefore would be stama lenesuin. It would be considered that she was handed over at least from the Indian Yerusha to the Rosh Habal unless they stipulated that it was lolin. And in the Seifa it was chatzar dida. And therefore chatzar dida stama is lolin. And therefore since we wanted to have a case where she is considered 
handed over or in the, the Baal's Rishos, at least in Yerusha, we, they had to stipulate and say it was Nisur.